International. Hello, everybody. Hello. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> this is the final war of the planet of the ape town. <laughs> I feel like I just got out of that war. <laughs> I like that you're like clearly trying to make your voice sound worse, though. <laughs> I'm not. Like, okay, well, <laughs> why did you lock the cat in here is the real question. I'm also drunk. <laughs> What's up? Ethan is ubiquitous, ubiquitously known as under the weather. Although I'm, I know. It's a bizarre, another bizarre expression. I don't know where the origins of that are. Under the weather? Under the weather. Oh, we're all under the weather all the time, but for some reason, somehow that means some You're people are sick. sick. Yeah, yeah. I, am, I don't know why. I, I feel I was thinking about it when I was driving over here today. I'm like, I'm always sick on every show that we do. Yeah, I think. just barely hovering above healthy, <laughs> right below healthy all the like time. Like perpetually sick. Yeah, and it's perpetually always perpetually unhealthy. <laughs> yeah, and it's always just throat issues. Uh huh. It's probably cancer. <laughs> Could be. I mean. I'm you did the WMD on that, the WebMD on that. Yeah, yeah. it said it said cancer. Nice. Hi, Bezo. Hey, what's up? Not much. I'm just sick, you know. Yeah, I know. I heard that. Hey, Donna. Hi. If you hear intermittent <laughs> pauses in the podcast, they it's were because uh, Ethan is downing some ginger honey ale of some <laughs> mix, hopefully well, that it'll cure him. Well, they're like, they're like, as a fan, they've you know they've stuck with us for the past eleven weeks. As yeah, a fan, they've like stuck. <laughs> they've waited 11 weeks for uh, this. And, and this is what we give them <laughs> this is what you, a half-baked me a, a real low-key show I can't this has been one giant crescendo. We're going to end with a little whimper. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's just, you know what? It's all good. All right, guys. You know, I enjoyed Let's it. Let's redo the intro. Let me do it. Uh, well, do it. No, it's fine. I mean, you already okay. did it. Well, I was just going to leave it in and keep mine out. So. Yeah. Yeah, that was some good banter. I don't think we could cut that. No, it's it's solid solid gold material. Like we saw it. How? <laughs> we saw it, people. We saw it. I saw it. I saw it last night. You had to see it first, but I had we to see did it see it. Here's the fucked up thing. How full okay? was your theater? Full, full, packed. Really? Like, yeah, yeah. completely sh- sold out. All the shitty seats were even sold out. Yeah. So here's the fucked up thing. So I bought all of our tickets, and then. Ethan had to go do uh, record a stand up thing. And so he had to sub out. And I was like, last night, like, I didn't, I got my last call. I'm on call this week. Mm-hmm. And I got my last call at like 9 30. And I was like, you know, I wonder, like, what are the odds of another call coming in at 10 30 to 11? Well, now that you thought that, 
<laughs> well, no, I mean, I thought that last night and I was like, I should just order a ticket because I looked at the theater and it was like yeah. half the seats were filled. That was it. Yeah, and I was on like, a Thursday night. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And I was like, cool. I should just buy a ticket and just run down there right now and I'll go see it. And then I'll just be like, sorry, because uh, <laughs> you were going to conspire to throw me under the bus. No, which is funny because I didn't even know that today would happen where you blew me off the entire fucking time. Okay, uh, let's get into this. <laughs> is this the CS? I was hoping to dodge his bullet, but it's a 50 caliber <laughs> aimed right at my chest. So, uh, I, Donna and I had planned on hanging out before getting into the movie. Well, I planned on she it, planned apparently. On it. And uh, I, ha- I have had about, you know, seven hours of sleep in the last three days. And uh, so I, I, as soon as I got home, I texted her and I was like, let's do something. And I was like, I'll just, I'm just going to rest my eyes. <laughs> and then two hours later, it's about 15 minutes to show time. I was like, fuck. And uh, I had totally stood you up and I apologize. I'm so sorry. It's fine. You know uh, what? Popular girl among town like me, I actually ran into some people that I know. No, I, I, I yeah, and made friends with uh, the people there, and the, well, until they shit on Detroit. But <laughs> yeah, that was a different weird thing that happened. So I made. I also hung out with Ty Wynn. <laughs> I didn't. He avoided me. I did. He came oh, right up really? to me. Oh, really? Did you say hi to him? Fuck yeah! I hung did you out tell with him that I saw him at the theater? Uh, yeah. Shout out Ty Wynn. Yeah, uh, Ty Wynn. Uh, you may remember him from part one. No, part. Two, two of, of Gary Busey Town does Austin Powers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, Tywin prepping for his hour-long special. Yeah, the Paramount Theater. If you're local to Austin, definitely Stateside. go check that out. It's going to be fun. Yeah. <laughs> sick. Yeah, um, yeah, so I like, Bezo blew me off, and then I was just like, okay, I can't like sit outside and just chain smoke cigarettes anymore. <laughs> like, I look like a fucking loser. Some guy like asked me for a lighter, and then I was like, yeah, I nodded and like went to reach in my purse, and he just turned around and walked literally across <laughs> the sidewalk away from me <laughs> to go get a lighter from someone else, and then like came back, and I'm like smoking a cigarette still, and he comes back and sits right next to me and i'm just like what is happening right now like why i can't ethan screen my call my dad screen my call bezo fucking screen two of my calls (laughs) like shit but and then this guy avoids you to get a lighter from across the street yeah yeah so then i just go into the theater and i make friends with the guys next to me because they're like one of them was waiting for his friend. I was mm-hmm. like, Whoa, fucking friends. Am I right? <laughs> uh, and yeah, I made friends with them. And then a fucking family of like six people sit next to Bezo. Mm. And they're just like the worst people of all time. Uh, the, not to, you know, uh, jump the gun and get too much into it, but like literally in the first uh, three minutes of the movie they actually you know I'm jumping ahead but they the movie breaks tradition and has a text at the opening to explain kind of like some stuff and it's just to outline hey listen if you haven't fucking seen Rise or Dawn here's what's going on and let me give you another sentence or two to explain yeah. what's going on at this movie and as that's happening the person to my left is hearing from the person to the left of them 
okay, here's something I'm going to look to what happened in Rise. And so there's this guy named Caesar. Oh, God. I was like, oh, shit, you really, you're going to explain, you're going to explain three movies or two movies in a whole series of content right now? Yeah. Right now? <laughs> Just read. You had all this time yeah. leading up to this movie. You had credits. I mean, you had uh, trailers going on. You had the, the car ride over. Oh, well, that's you had everything. from talking either. It, they start <laughs> fucking doing the, the history lesson of Planet of the uh, Apes after, you know, uh, after all the. Should have told them to listen the to the pod, dude. I, I put them in their place, the two next to me. But the other two beyond that, and the, the other people over there, they still kept chatting. So I well, yeah, good. well, the mom was like sitting on top of the dad, I, I, like uh, literally was like was riding to, his dick. I was trying nice. to avoid this. I rules. Look, the, the worst part about the people who talk during movies, I tell you what, the worst part about it is, is that I feel like uh, vindicated in confronting them, and I do. But that doesn't stop my heart rate from just uh, skyrocketing. And like now I've got like it, too far gone. I got this like, yeah. a, you know, this uh, adrenaline <laughs> boost. And like, that's not the way I should be feeling right now. So I can't really pay attention to yeah. what's going on in the movie. So like they fuck up the movie experience because not only do I have to silence them, but like my, my body like, and biology gets all fucked up. Yeah. I, I had a good thing happen when I went in. I, I walked in. I was like, oh, I'm in the middle of the row. And I was like, well, there's no one here. There's two people on one side of my seat and there's four people on the other side of my seat. And so I'm like, okay, I'm not going to go under for this one. Yeah. I'm going to do the airplane move. Cocks her ass, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I do like an ass and it's like, it's really uncomfortable, but yes. like, I'm glad I didn't go under cause it was like, there was like a woman there like wearing a dress, you know? Yeah. No, to paint a picture. So like you go, yeah, yeah. To yeah. paint a picture. A reverse birth is yeah. what you're referring <laughs> to actually. To paint a picture in this particular draft house, there's all the seats, but in front of the seats is like a, uh, like a long elongated table, sort of like you'd see like a beer. It's like a trough. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not, it's not. It's I mean, that's a, where they put your food. It's yeah, a trough. Right, yeah. You have two choices <laughs> of getting so, into your seat. You go under the, big table right. or you do the airplane step or you like yeah you, you tell everybody kind of shuffle their which feet. it's tight like it's it's tight, it's, it's, tight. Yeah. It's, it's uncomfortable like if you if you are over probably 200 pounds that is a stressful situation i you know that's funny you. you say that i don't think i've seen a whole lot of large people go into the draft house and i wonder if they've been Oh no, they go in early. Me, yeah, or, they're uh, in first. Oh, they take yeah. their yes, like, Let's I, hurry up and get or Mueller. I don't or know. Mueller. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Well, that's to, brand new though. I know, but that you're right that that theater has avoided that problem by having the the yeah. college desk like yeah. table. Yeah, yeah, but there's other ones that have that same style of seating. Lakeline has that, and so does uh, like one theater at Slaughter. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. Well, but, but anyway, every time, like, I don't know how, but any, any, and every time that I have ever seen like an overweight person at the draft house, they have been sat directly next to me. Oh, every <laughs> single time, and it's the only time that I've ever seen anyone like overweight there. It's which, like, like, I guess being overweight and being in Austin is already like a pretty taboo thing. Well, it's just like not common yeah, yeah you know i mean there's just like i don't know texas is like the fattest state it is but know. austin is like yeah, austin fucking is, hyper health yeah conscious. we're holding the we're holding the curve up curve up a little bit uh, yeah but yeah and it's like they're they're always there before me and they've always staked claim to half of my seat so and you, i can't put the uh, armrest you buy down. a ticket and an email gets blasted to people like hey right i has got a ticket yeah oh are you a family <laughs> oh are you an old person oh, oh are you, you like to talk during the movie <laughs> yeah. yeah so uh 
So I get, I do decide on the airline thing, and uh, <laughs> yeah. I give the the man the ass, and mm-hmm. then I give the lady the ass, mm-hmm. and then I sit down in my seat, and I'm like sitting forward, and I'm like taking all my keys off, taking my wallet out, yeah, you yeah, know, getting yeah. flat, mm-hmm. and put everything down, and I look, and. I was like, do we remember to record? Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, and I like sit down and then the lady just gets up and trades seats with the guy. She doesn't oh, want to sit, sit next to me. <laughs> <laughs> like, why don't you want to sit next to me? She probably heard your breathing. <laughs> I don't know. So they switch seats and then, yeah, she threw the, the entire thing. I could like hear her like whispering. I'm like, shut the fuck. You can't follow the. You've obviously never seen these yes, ever. Yes. One. Like, well, just maybe stop they treated because he was going to finger blast her. There oh, this guy smelled like clognay so much clognay well that's a classic <laughs> finger like, blast move. he was just crushing a wrap he was just crushing a wrap next to me <laughs> sounds like bezo I, it might have been bezo <laughs> if he would have smelled better and, Hell yeah. <laughs> and had a girlfriend and didn't have new balances <laughs> oh, man. i didn't mean to yeah oh that was also the guy that when uh the Blade Runner trailer got done. Oh yeah, <laughs> the only guy, the in only there. guy, clapping, <laughs> the one guy clapping, going yeah, yeah. Well, we had a yeah, I so love we, Lido. Oh, we had a similar thing happen. <laughs> I made friends with those guys next to me, and then uh, so the trailers that they played were um, Ingrid Goes West. Again, they're like yeah. really fucking pushing that yeah, movie hardcore. at the Draft House. I'm not feeling it. Neither am I. Yeah, I want to. I, I want to watch it in the rare instant that it might be sort of like spring breakers okay same here all right here's but the i don't deal. think it's gonna be no it's gonna suck here's the deal that i'll make with you we should go to an 11 a.m showing and do brunch and just a shit ton of mimosas <laughs> you were gonna say do blow I was yeah, like, Hell yeah. Yeah. yeah that's do blow i think yeah. that would be the only way that movie line, would be though. enjoyable yeah, yeah. I was like okay <laughs> anyway so they showed angry goes west and um they Kings, showed kingsman, kingsman again, again blade runner I'll, I'll, I'll go Dark see Dark I'll go ki- see Kingsman in IMAX go see Kingsman because I don't like care we'll do Dunkirk and, oh I'm gonna do Dunkirk in I'm gonna go see the Why don't you Valerium do or whatever 70. Valium because he sh- I mean he framed it so that it'll work in, so for an IMAX uh, yeah it was shot on IMAX maybe we should see an IMAX I wanna go see it in both but I wanna see it in 70mm first because that's gonna have a shorter runtime. Wait, what? It's that's only going to be in theaters for a couple of weeks in 70 millimeter. I want to uh, go see it in that. Yeah. And then if I and like it, I want to go see IMAX. it in IMAX. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have a much longer time to go see, <laughs> go to a shitty museum yeah. and see something in IMAX that isn't Flight of the Butterflies. Yeah. I really want to see Valerian Root or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah I want to yeah. see that too. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so they play the trailer for uh, Detroit, which yeah. you and I have been dying to see. I like can't. Stoked. Yeah. I can't wait to see that movie i have a lot of mixed feelings about it i think i'm actually going to talk about it on my podcast uh my mixed feelings about it with ben but um the guys next to me i was buddies with them and then they fucking they let me down by being like (laughs) oh classic detroit like no shock there and i'm like it's from the 60s like Uh, fuck you and also like historical event yeah fucking idiot right a turning point for detroit actually yeah Yeah. Yeah. fuck you help detroit put up put detroit on the radical map you know it's funny how uh i was thinking that 
the the same director who did that, I think it's Catherine Bigelow, is yeah. the same one who did the Hurt Locker, Locker yeah. and Zero Dark Thirty. Yeah, both amazing. Yeah, but they did put uh, also directed Point Blake, Point Break. Hey. And I'm like, there is something about they have to choose like the yeah, two well, or three <laughs> movies that the director well, were yeah. directed to put on there. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. I mean, I get your point, but also I would say Hurt Locker and Zero Dark Thirty are much closer. To what this, yeah, what yeah. About, what about 100%. Strange Days? Strange Days. No, because she's no. doing like she's doing like uh, very political, war, very war, contemporary yeah. social yeah, conflict. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I get that, but uh, and also like I'm not saying it's not. It real. looks I'm saying in the general concept. Yeah. Somebody in the marketing, it looks kind of like the Hurt Locker too. Yeah. Like the it's really up close. All the mm-hmm. shots. When's someone yeah. gonna make a film about the SDS? I don't know. Students for a Democratic Society, because that show was fucking wild, too. I don't know what that is. Well, you know, maybe you need to learn more about Michigan, my friend. Mm, why? <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> oh, my God. Sick. Well, let's talk about why we actually got here. Oh, yeah. the pin is in my purse. I didn't get to show it to you yet. I have my pin. Wait, you got one? Uh, well, I also forgot. I tried to scam the guy for a bunch of extra shit, because he couldn't find my ticket for a minute, so I was like... I also have a pint. Okay, well, that's rude because he was the same guy that helped me today and he's like, oh, I remember him. Yeah, fuck him. Yeah, yeah. now it comes full well, Yeah, circle. it was his fault because he's stupid. It took him 35 minutes to do it right. And, and I was like, I was like, I also have a pint and I also have a pen and I also have one of the books <laughs> and they caught me on the book. I also have a pewter, <laughs> yeah, a, a yeah, four yeah. foot high pewter replica yeah. of Koba. On the book, he was like, no, you don't. I'm like, okay. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Did you get a pin though yeah did you really yeah i got a pin and a pint nice. i didn't get a book though. are you serious i thought we only bought one. Oh no we did buy two pins didn't we and know. by we i mean i did <laughs> fuck you two you'll get, you'll get repaid <laughs> no i won't did you get a pin and a pint, Bezo, a pint. there was another cute <laughs> thing with Bezo did he shows up late i order my food already swipe my card for my tab and then Bezo's like <laughs> orders food and the guy's like oh do you want to be on one tab after i already wow. told him no we're going to be on separate tabs before bezo got there and bezo was like yeah it's fine we'll be on one tab and i'm like uh no we won't i'm sorry <laughs> in my defense the expectation was i was gonna pay for her meal and whatnot to start chipping uh, away at this debt that i had towards her oh you're never gonna chip away at a bitch <laughs> i know not, a, not if you get so much you get so much momentum out of this thing you're gonna so. go to debtor's prison <laughs> we might as well just like stop the pot and then do, do th- this is just all pre getting into the theater show <laughs> exactly and then the next one is the actual movie. not even the, the trailers <laughs> the trailer yeah, yeah, yeah i still haven't seen the second trailer <laughs> i probably should have watched that the about amount Nova. of time when i've yeah. been home oh i have a i have a i have mixed feelings about the origin story of her name is this Chevy Nova? That's what, yes. I, that's what I always should, thought it should, was. I, do we have to do the spoiler thing? Because no, it's like we we're already talked about high, it. No. Yeah, we're okay. right on well, the edge of the new movie. Yeah, no, this is this is your final spoiler okay. warning. Yeah. If if you haven't seen the new movie, go no see way. it yeah, or no. fuck you and shut this up. Or, like, or listen to it if you don't yeah, or care. listen to it uh, like yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't care. 
yeah, I so it opens with text. You're right. It's that was sweet, though. I like. I did not care for that. Oh, really? really? I like the shit moving in the background, like watching the scene yeah. go in the background. If you weren't paying attention, to dude, the text. that fucking overhead shot that though, was sick, though is so sick. Yeah. That battle, like at the beginning, you, I was like, man, they are like, it's like exactly what we were predicting. I I actually was there was a few moments in the opening five to ten minutes outside of the yappers to my left that I was actually really concerned. Really, I was stoked like from the beginning because the very first thing that they did is they threw that text out there, and they haven't relied on that text in the other movies. They haven't. It's not like they've had the third movie came out and it was like, all right, if you haven't seen the first one or the second one, let me catch you up. Like they literally like you haven't if you haven't seen rise or dawn let me catch you up and it's like wait a second don't don't handhold me of course i'm here to see the third i don't need yeah. return of the king to yeah. start with a big explanation of what the fuck happened in two towers and at fellowship like i get it i'm on board yeah. so i felt like that was a walking hand- i felt like that that was handholding a little too much as if they didn't have trust the audience to like be able to keep up yeah and then following that there was some pretty staunch expositional dialogue with um uh, with Caesar and um, I think the, the the first guy that they captured, who they ended up sending back. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and I remember, and I was like, ah, I was like, like, like they shook it off. Like after ten minutes, all that stuff was kind of gone, and it yeah. was they, the quality. That first fight scene was fucking sick. Yeah, yeah. The all of the conflict, all of the actual action stuff in here was like terrific. Yeah, yeah. They the the apes look a lot better. They look so good, uh, and and uh, I, um, Caesar, yeah. like how they've aged him over yeah. the years. Like it feels like you're right. That's exactly what he would look like. Right yeah. Now. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they did a really good job. Uh, it, it does that thing where it looks less digital and more practically, which is where I was like, we need to. They need to move in that direction. But mm-hmm. you can still see like Andy Circus in Caesar. Yeah, he needs to get a fucking Oscar. Like, like, give the man a fucking Oscar. Break out the special Oscar. Break it. Yeah. Call it the Andy Circus Oscar, <laughs> and just give it to him every year, even yeah. if he's not in a movie that year. You have to go well, back. Yeah, because he go back should have gotten. He should have got it for years. Kong. He should have got it for Gollum. You know, and yeah. uh, and and just. Yeah, like it's so, and and he's so good, uh, and Caesar is so good that even when matched up with any of the human actors, he's completely he outshines them. Dominating yeah, him. it's crazy. I don't think you could put any. The only actor I was thinking on this on the car on car ride over here I was like, who who would I dare put up against Caesar? Like in that scene with the where the gun to the head. Yeah, and I was like, the only person I could even think of was Daniel Day Lewis. Uh, oh, that'd be good. Yeah. yeah, that's the only person. And like that's like that's not it's not like well, I, there's probably 25 to choose from, and we'll just pick one of these. Like I'm literally picking like the guy who can encapsulate that kind of dominance. Yeah, that would be on par. But yeah. Speaking of Kong, I did like all the little like weird word plays that they invented for this one. Yeah. There were so many new ones. Yeah, like they call them all. They call all the humans call the apes Kong. Yeah, which is like obviously like a Vietnamese thing. Yeah, uh, oh, I didn't I didn't catch that. Really, Viet Kong. Yeah, yeah, they say it when they're radioing each other in that first fight. I know. I noticed the actual like I thought it was the King Kong thing, but you're saying it's a, a double entendre. Well, they open with all the weird like writing on the helmet and everything, yeah, which is yeah. like Full Metal Jacket-y. Monkey Killer. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's super Full Metal Jacket-y, and then they go into like saying Kong a bunch, and you're yeah. like, oh, and they're they're in woods. Yeah, so they're kind of drawing these. Yeah, 
And that first battle, like, where they shoot off and you're like, dude, the humans are fucking dominating. Yeah. Like, that, that's what's happening. Yeah. And all of a sudden, they just get slaughtered. You're like, fuck. And, and slaughtered with not just better technology or more numbers, but with sophistication and smarts. Like, yeah. they have these uh, smoke bomb-like things that they yeah. sort of craft and they throw it into the mix to kind of hide there so you can't see anything. And then tons and tons of arrows and spears come flying yeah. over the hill. And it's brutal. And you can't run away from it. And you can't yeah. see where you're going and everything else. It's a great tool yeah. that to, to show that the, the apes are winning with smarts, not with necessarily better tech. Yeah. Yeah. If, uh, that opening scene, I was like shook. I was like, I was... I was on board like after that. Yeah. Like for sure. I was like, oh, this is going to be great. And yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was. I mean, just spoiler alert. I thought it was really good. I thought it was really good too. Yeah. yeah. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I'm going to defend it. Do, it you was like, do you have a rating for it? I just want to know. <laughs> oh, already? There's so curious. many things I want to talk yeah, about before we, keep we get talking. into that. Yeah. Let's, let's not spill a load too soon. Yeah. <laughs> well, before we dive into the whole movie, uh, I thought this one was by far the most similar to the original series, ah. both in terms of the the story and the multiple plots and, and motives that the characters had, and in addition to a lot of repeating themes from the original, like yeah. you have um, like the kind of... Uh, it's like they took shit from every single piece of the Planet of the Apes history. Like that lake area is like a thing from the cartoon where the oh, humans live. That's right. And then also like the Snowy area, which is also from the cartoon. But then they also have like the um, other stuff. <laughs> the Fuck. Forbidden Zone. Like that. I mean, yeah, the apes that are up on the oh yeah, the thing, crucified yeah, like, which is like from yeah, Planet of the Apes two and kind of part of one. Yeah, and even like it's a, it's this whole it's this whole like kind of like weird originy tie yeah. to the first one because yeah. they allude to so many things. It's like you see Nova as a young girl, oh. see Cornelius as a young ape, and yeah. the beginning of the humans losing their speech too, which that, is yeah, like that's fucking so awesome. Fantastic. I, I would have liked a, a little bit of a spin on it, but what they did with utilizing that as a yeah. plot device to as a tool, as a reason why the, these these particular batch of humans are being so aggressive was yeah. really was really smart. Yeah. It was a smart play. It made it because it could have just been some weird like humans versus apes things. But then when you realize like they're kind of a rebel faction. Yeah. It adds this whole other element to it that really punches up the movie, I think. In a and really they good talk way. about... Uh, the apes keep talking about like once they find uh fucking Steve Zahn, yeah. <laughs> whoever he was, the bald one. Was the guy who the first guy really that was Steve Zahn? Yeah, with the, the beard and no no the, and no the no, snow? no 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 the monkey oh. the bald monkey. That the was chin. Steve Zahn. Yeah, oh, didn't shit, you I didn't hear know his voice. It was so distracting to no, me. I didn't, I didn't realize it was Steve Zahn. Oh, yeah. oh my god, it was like I, that, too distracting for me. I really loved that character. Like it had just enough comic relief to be like, okay, I can, I can. Uh, this is satisfying. Yeah, yeah, not for me. I was getting I, sick of his it. His voice it. was like yeah. him, and I was just like, god damn it, like <laughs> pigeonholed. Anyway, but once they found him, they were like, oh, 
there must be other apes out there somewhere else, which is like awesome too. Cause then that starts to bring together like the whole story of like what else is happening everywhere else in the world yeah. and shit. Also like another thing that I was, well, a big thing that I was thinking about like half like second act once they get into the wintry area, like that's not the normal climate of that area. Right. So what else is going on? Is that like, po- like nuclear fallout? Uh, this is this is Donna using her like full knowledge of geography and cl- and climatology degree to full force to find out what exactly do they mean by yeah. this having this no, snow cup? I'm not because seasonally like the a thick winter in this part of this area is like once every 25 years. Are they saying like this? Like, no, it's more it would never now. happen. No, that's not even what I'm saying. I'm just saying like what like what would have caused that? Is that like nuclear fallout? I I see. I ha- see, was, my- it, was there a nuclear like thing that happened and it broke open the ozone more so and that like super sped up i don't think there's been a nuclear holocaust yet yeah there has i mean i don't know they talk about in the first one that there's bombs that went off and shit i mean they might not have been like i thought it was just the spreading of the flu uh uh they talk about bombs bombs? and stuff there uh, was a lot of uh, a lot of allusions to the Alpha Omega bomb. All uh, over yeah, the, place. the name of that subsect of groups that Woody Harrelson is 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 in charge of. They uh, don't ever say his name, but it's on his tag, Macio, um, Macio, yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I'm kind of vaguely remembering it now, so I, you're probably right with the bombs. Um, I I wish. To me, when I when I saw the snow setting, I thought it was here's a new and different setting, and that's all I attribute it to. But then it has a payoff in the end, which I really appreciated. Payoff, where they where they can hide. Oh, under shit. The, what? I guess there was like a big fire in Honolulu. Damn. Oh, there's a yeah. I saw it on the news. There's a yeah. I just got oh, an alert about sucks. it. There's like a big uh, like a building is on fire. Yeah. Oh, shit. Our oh. friend's in Hawaii right now. I hope he's okay. Oh, sure. Everybody's okay, yeah. Wait, I don't understand the payoff. Sorry. <laughs> the payoff is uh, um, is that this uh, this other army comes in and simultaneously takes out um, uh, the Alpha Omega sec- uh, section while the apes are escaping, and they get wiped out by an avalanche. An avalanche yeah. in part triggered because of all the concussion of the of the uh, of the. The, the, the bombardment of that area yeah, yeah, yeah. and so the avalanche sort of not and that's even clever too because the avalanche doesn't just take out this adversary which is another giant adversary right in front of uh, um, uh, Caesar and the apes um, but the only reason the apes escape is because they're apes yeah, yeah, yeah. because they can climb the tall trees <laughs> that happen to resist the, yeah, the I did, I did, yeah. me I didn't put any of that together so oh, I thought that I was didn't. a no, really that was really clever plotting yeah to <laughs> to say to end the movie with the apes with no immediate threat and setting up the the final little domino if you will that could click 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 all the way up until Taylor coming back yeah. you know you know 1500 years from now or whatever well there has to be other humans though there has to well because nova has to mate with someone that's true that's true there's there's gonna be other other humans out there and and the way the movie now let me ask you this though they were saying that they the one of the lines of dialogue that uh um, woody harrelson's character says is that they believe that it's genetic of the why humans are starting to lose their voice yeah 
But I don't think so. I think that, to me, I think it makes more sense to say the virus mutated. Yeah. And that a secondary, um, a secondary cause of, a secondary effect of that now is the losing of the voice. Totally. I agree with you, but I think there's more to it than that. So the only people that are alive now are the people that are immune to the virus. Right. And then the virus mutates and only some of those people are affected by it. Yes, for now. Here's what's fucked up, though, is that there was, like, out of the Woody Harrelson army, there was, like, probably a couple hundred people. Like, it wasn't massive. Like, it wasn't, like, a gigantic army. Certainly not compared to the other army. Right. And he was killing people. Okay, wait. Sorry, let me backtrack a little bit more. Because in the previous movie, there was probably, like, a 150, like, I would say a little less than 200 if we say Woody Harrelson has 200 people in his army. Right. Versus the, like several thousands of people in the ar- the other army that comes at the end. Mm-hmm. Woody Harrelson is killing people that have, that are losing their voice. Right. But all of the people in the other army that come at the end all can speak and seemingly no one from the 150 people they, they aren't they, losing their voice at all. And so the only thing that I can attribute that to is exposure to the new virus. Well, uh, except some people are still going to be immune to it. Perhaps. Uh, they haven't explored yet what that <laughs> ratio is going to be like. They haven't. But what I'm saying is the reverse side of that, though. You're you're telling me that these people that have tra- traips like all over who fucking knows where to try and track down the Woody Harrelson army yeah. hasn't ever encountered the strain of this virus. It's possible. It, uh, it's, it's highly unlikely. Depending, I, you know, we don't know how localized this strain is. We do know that it ultimately takes over. Yeah. And, um, and that is fascinating because we always, in the, in all the episodes we've been talking about this is like, we just kind of feel like it kind of got lost over time, you know, like, like how, like how we forget how we made the pyramids or some shit like that. Like you just yeah. lose language. But I really like this idea that it's an additional side effect of the simian flu itself. Yeah. 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 I like, sorry, go ahead. Sorry. I like other th- parts of it too. So, um, I also like that he's drinking booze at the point when he's losing his voice because booze thins your blood. It's a, it's a, it like hyper, it pushes shit. It's like a catalyst mm. for shit to push through for you. Like you shouldn't drink when you're sick. Yeah. Um, or when you're like not feeling great, you shouldn't yeah. have a, a bevy. Um, <laughs> but also in an earlier conversation between Woody Harrelson and Caesar, when he's giving this like big monologue, this huge reveal about um, like his son and how people are losing their voice and shit. He says, um, he says like, man, like you really are smart. Like, God damn it. You're clever. He just like keeps talking about how smart he is and how humans are getting stupider, Mm -hmm. which is awesome for two reasons. It's awesome because that's how it plays out in the original series. So we're clearly like leading up to that. And also probably, um, maybe like 
a sub version of the same virus mm-hmm. or like a preliminary sign before it goes to you being full de- full blown unable mute. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also is a good way to explain what happens at the end of the movie, which is these people being at the bottom of a mountain range and everyone is shooting at the mountain (laughs) range and not expecting an avalanche to occur. Well, to be fair, I didn't expect (laughs) it either. That came out of left field for me. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you know what they say, shoot at a mountain an avalanche won't come. (laughs) (laughs) What they say. Yeah, like that's a two ton hoe. <laughs> two ton hoe. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, um, there were so many great little tiny moments that happened in this movie um, that they got right, and and they, and that could have gone really sour. For example, the Steve Zahn character uh, coming into yeah. the movie at the time that he did, and how they treated that 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 could have comic that could have gone like a Jar Jar Binks kind of bad. And uh, but they were able to uh, keep that within the realm uh, and making that believable. And, and yeah. even though it's a comical character, it's not like a, a Jim Carrey kind of comedy. And so yeah. it's 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 a. I thought that it's was more like really a Saving well Silverman. Yeah, I don't even know quite how to describe it. Honestly, I wouldn't. I don't know how to put a name on it. But like that. Oh, shot, it's more like, like um, that little without sh- a paddle. <laughs> <laughs> that shot where he comes out and he's in the blue vest and they're all not clothed and he's like and he just throws his thumb up like okay let's go like there's such like a, a brilliant kind of humor and timing and everything in there. I just like they keep saying everything's bad monkey yeah yeah well in condition from being at the zoo and so on yeah. I really like that they called uh, that he, he, his idea of what the human uh, camp looks like is a human zoo yeah uh, a nice little touch um do you like the donkeys? You know, that that part actually kind of rubbed me the wrong way, and here's why. Um, they describe the apes that ultimately start siding with the humans. Gorillas. As, as those who were... Cobas. Cobas. Yet Coba were... He was a- staunchly anti-human. Yeah. So I didn't quite understand what kind of transition they were going for yeah. to make that leap. I understand I that think they, they were, looked cool. I understand that they um, would have, uh, you know, that they're very selfish and they would be willing uh-huh. to look out for their own and maybe siding with the humans ends up being into that. But that doesn't sound like what Koba would have been in charge. Yeah, but they're also of. like meatheads. So they're also like just more militaristic. I mean, that's why almost all of them were gorillas. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, but the I I that, which is that was, also cute because that's what the gorillas are later on. I, I I would have liked to have seen a little more rationale that and yeah. and we've talked about this in the other in, in the other episode, like especially in uh, the fifth movie, is that the gorillas. I, I like the idea that the gorillas say, say, "Well, what's in it for us? We're the ones who are the 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 big dumb ones you put at the front lines. Of course, we're gonna." you know, take matters in our own hands and, and look after us if, yeah. we, if you guys aren't going to do so. And so we feel like siding with the humans is uh, a good idea. Yeah, but that would be a conversation that they would have after that. Well, uh, it, it seems un- it would be a conversation they would have, certainly have instead of the COBA rationale that they used. Yeah. Um, so I didn't, I didn't necessarily buy, I, mean, I feel like I missed a line of dialogue or something to explain why there was know. a faction of apes that were siding with the humans. That makes sense to me. But, I mean, it did look cool. I just know. think they're just idiots, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, it was weird that they were like their backs were spray painted and then they had yeah. the brands burnt to their heads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was wild. I just thought it looked really crazy. Mm-hmm. I didn't think there's like plenty. It's like when you see like something where you're like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> I was like, I wouldn't have never thought to put that in there. Yeah. Personally. Well, but yeah. Uh, story wise, uh, it's a couple years after the end of uh, Dawn. The wars continue. They're digging. They're trying to find the Caesar guy who's leading the apes deeper into the forest. Um, they catch wind of where he is. One of the uh, gorillas, uh, yeah. uh, uh, um, I guess, what's the term? Double backstabs him and gives the uh, gives uh, the location information to the humans, and they do a, a, a specific kind of a covert raid. And in that raid, uh, uh, Caesar's wife and child is killed. Yeah. And um, so that starts Caesar on a... But not his baby. Yeah, it's like Caesar Jr. is killed, not... Yeah, what's his kid's name with the the scar claws? I forget. He was in the second... He was in Dawn. He was very prominent in Dawn, but I don't remember his name. Yeah, he gets the claws from the bear. Oh, green eyes. Blue eyes? Blue eyes. No. What? No? Am I wrong? Yeah. Oh. I thought his son's name was like Blue Eyes or something. Because he was the first one born... Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well then. Uh, um, so anyway, he has a he has another son with uh, with Cornelia, who they've named Cornelius. Yeah. Um, and anyway, so C- Caesar now has his uh, one man war path to go back and kill not all of the humans, but just the um, Woody Harrelson character, um, and uh, and a few of his uh, uh, inner circle decide to go with him. Yeah. And so they eventually find this base where they're hiding out come to discover in the meantime while they're get, trying to get over there the other party of apes end up crossing past the humans and they're all locked up now at the same place that they end up um, there was a little moment that I, I thought that was really interesting is the first time Caesar's like I'm going on my revenge spree I'm going to go back and, and get uh, my justice blue eyes hey <laughs> look at the idiot Caesar's son blue eyes wow <laughs> Ash is the his friend there yeah, yeah. Rocket, I thought. Or Ash's Rocket's son. Yeah. Oh, it's hard to keep track of all these fucking dumbass names. <laughs> so uh, they come across uh, this small little, um, very small little, like almost like a logging camp. Yeah. And um, there's one individual who's there, this dude, and it looks like he's going to, um, you know, try to make peace with them, and then he immediately tries to pull out um, uh, like, a, like some kind of weapon, and uh, yeah. and Caesar just kills him. Yeah. Only to dis- which is fucking sweet. He flanks him and kills yeah, him. yeah. So another yeah. smart thing with Caesar, and uh, then we discover shortly thereafter that he's living on this place with his daughter, yeah, and whose daughter is like what four years old or something, five years oh, old. So that. She's a youngin, six years old, eight years old, thirteen. Th- can you drive? <laughs> what? <laughs> Once you get a certain age, thirteen-year-olds can drive. I was going higher. Twenty-three. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, somewhere in that range. She's a youngin, and uh, and um, she's like eight to eleven. Yeah, and uh, the uh, and now they've just killed this girl's father. Support yeah. structure. So now I guess I guess, which is great because the first time he's sort of like you know going on this path, he immediately comes into a moral conundrum. Yeah. You know, he can't just, you know, it's not like a, a, just a random soldier they can kill without consequences. So they take the girl on and, uh, and they, they take, they take her, you know, to, to this, this encampment. I really like that whole dynamic there. 
Caesar seems to be aware that this whole thing, there is no, uh, there is no moral high ground that you can stand on. And yet you still have to try to find it. Yeah. wherever he goes he's still trying to find that moral high ground yeah he always does always say like i gave you your soldier back i did this i tried to be peaceful i tried being i'm only doing it to defend my people right yeah that reminds me of the opening thing that i didn't care for is like koba started this war not me i killed koba and we're still doing this yeah. you know really uh, i thought it was cool when he said i killed koba yeah me too yeah I, there was a few lines that i like that were that were like hey if you haven't seen the other two or let me refresh your memory Here's you probably would have liked it more if it was an imax that's true <laughs> the, uh, it was funny uh, the first 10-15 minutes of it there was enough stuff that I felt was getting in the way of the movie I was like oh I bet somebody's getting this is the good fan edit kind of stuff to work on yeah. uh, but after that came in the rest of the movie I didn't feel like there was anything to, to take off or edit or change so um, uh, but uh, once they get into the camp uh, Caesar is captured and uh, the camp is sort of turned into like a like an Auschwitz kind of labor camp. Yeah, it's kind very of thing. Auschwitz vibes. Yeah, it's got some Holocaust uh, filming thing going on. And we talked uh, last time about what, it, what how is War of the Planet Apes going to explore something different that the other the others haven't really captured yet. And I think to to its credit, it found that that yeah. really hasn't been really you know sunk their teeth into in the franchise. Well, yet. I mean, it is kind of similar to what happens and. Four, yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, but I felt four was more like what you were saying. It was more of a felt more like a an, an analog to like um, a revolution. Yeah, and like uh, urban suburban kind of dynamics and power yeah. power class structures, not not genocide. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like genocide or like this crazy authoritarian yeah. kind of dictator. Like there were like a lot of labor yeah, death camp, which yeah. is effectively what they were in. Yeah. yeah. There were like a few things in this one too that like, I wonder if they rewrote things like based off of what happened with like the election and shit. Like there were oh, some there things that I was just like, Oh, mm. the building. Why are we building the wall? Well, yeah. not just that, but like shit with the flag and like some of the lines like Woody Harrelson said and like yeah. specific like lines exchanged between Caesar and Woody Harrelson. I was just like, Hmm. Yeah, a little, a little, little contemporary politics wo- yeah. woven, in this, uh, wo- woven in between the lines. There. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. cute. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I I felt like they just kept making like analogs to everything else. Like it was very, it was very rooted in like its universe and the you know the kind of current landscape and like history and stuff. Like I yeah, I think it was definitely conscious of all those things. Yeah, which made for it sure. felt makes it feel good. It makes it feel like you know thicker and you know more important or whatever, which is nice. Well, it needs, that's the beauty of this franchise is that there are bigger, deeper things that this story can weave itself in and out of and, yeah. and bring up and, and dissect in its, in its world. And so why not? It's right there for the pickings. Yeah. So. I mean, I think they succeeded in this. Too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and if that's how we like kind of tend to judge these, this particular franchise, like. I think it really hit it home. Yeah, yeah I yeah. definitely think out of the newer ones, this is the most successful in yeah. terms of like, I don't know, being... Being in line with the old ones. Well, just like having something more to say, but also like 
just being not not even like plot wise or yeah. message wise just being more like the originals yeah it just feels more like the original movies do mm-hmm. plus it's just like this is another one where i mean the, you know we talked about this with the other two new ones like oh we're, we're really excited for you to watch all the old ones because you're gonna get so much more of the new ones and i feel that this one was like there's so much more that you get from it if you're an actual fan of the series mm-hmm. versus just like Oh, I saw the yeah. other two. Yeah. Yeah, you know? this one definitely has the most connections to the older franchises yeah. of the other two. Y- yeah, for sure. Like, I definitely think there's a lot more parallels drawn. There's a lot more, like, names that are dropped that, like, actually have, like, relevance, you know? Like, they play off that whole, like, the the, the, the timeline doesn't necessarily work, but it's kind of this weird cyclical thing where everybody has, like, matching names. and yeah. Yeah, and it happens, like, multiple times, you know, and there's, like, multiple references. So I think, like, as a fan and as someone that has seen everything, I think it makes it a bit more rewarding as of a film. And I think when a film is more rewarding, we enjoy it more. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, I'll get that, I'll get that, mm-hmm. I'll get that. Like, I don't know. It's like, you know, you might want to call it fan service, but it didn't It didn't feel particularly fan Well, that's what I, yeah, I mean, that's what I think yeah. about this movie is that it, it's exactly what you said, that it, it's very rewarding if you're a fan but it's not fan service to the point where if you haven't seen the other movies, you're like lost, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah Cause everyone else in the theater seemed to really enjoy it. And I highly doubt that uh, they had seen this. Is, yeah. They didn't yeah. catch up on the last, uh, 12 iterations of the or franchise had ever seen right. all of the other shit. I'm you curious, know? like of the breakdown there, like how many people have watched, you know what and what i mean because i i saw someone before i was talking to someone beforehand i think it might have been there but they were like or maybe i was overhearing a conversation someone was like talking about like their girlfriend and they were like oh i just got her to watch the last two so we could see this one and then someone (laughs) maybe it was me i don't even remember the conversation said uh said like uh, well have you seen the old ones and then they were like she absolutely not would not watch those with me (laughs) (laughs) well funny that you should mention that though because the guy that was sitting next to me one of the reasons why i started like chit-chatting with them is because the dude was like Oh, I'm pissed. Like, I wanted to rewatch all of the original movies before I came to see this one, but like, I was just, I didn't have time and I really wanted to see this one. Uh-huh. And I was like, Oh, what's your favorite one of the old ones? And he was like, Well, the first one, of course. And I was like, Yeah, duh. I mean, right. Yeah. And then he was like, Um, and I really like, uh, he's like, I really like the third one. <laughs> and I was like, What is with these people that love the third one? <laughs> But I didn't say we're, that we're, to him. We're growing in numbers. Yeah. <laughs> Check yeah, out the third one dot com. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're growing in numbers, but also you're all the first ones that go mute is the yeah. thing. <laughs> I mean, it is like, it's probably like the like textbook, like not textbook, but like on paper, like kind of the dumbest one. Oh, for like if you're sure. like trying to explain it to someone it's like it's the dumbest sounding i think of all of them but yeah 
one of the most enjoyable I ones to it. watch. I like yeah. it, yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I just wanted to, there's so, there's one of the, there's like little clever things that I really enjoyed about this. Um, there's a scene where, and uh, again, this sort of echoes almost Schindler's list, where this uh, one of the apes is old and decrepit and starving and yeah. drops a rock and it has some consequences to the building of the wall. And that, uh, I guess it's an orang- is it orangutan? I can't. I think it's orangutan. They pull that orangutan aside, and the they start whipping him yeah. over and over again. And then this great performance by Andy Serkis again screams, you know, to tell him to stop. I forget exactly what he says. He says something like "Let him be" or "Leave him alone" or something like yeah. that. And all of the other apes and the um, uh, the soldiers are all like taken in by yeah. Caesar and Caesar is it, it, because Woody Harrelson knows who he is. Like yeah. he understands he can be a threat, but he still wants to, I don't know why he doesn't just kill him. He, but he, he wants still, to, yeah, he wants to labor like, camp him. Because in the movie, I know, I know, I know, I know, but anyway, yeah. he does uh, this like weird pulled, balancing act of like, I don't know who you are, but really I know who you are. Yeah. It's very bizarre. So he pulls Caesar out in front of all of the apes and all of the soldiers and uh, proceeds to begin whipping Caesar in front. And uh, it's a real Christ move, yeah. And he, but Caesar doesn't give in, doesn't scream, you know, kind of thing. There's that that kind of moment has been in other films. Um, 12 Years a Slave, uh, um, Hexal, not Hexal Ridge, but what was the one? Un- unbreakable, uh, what was that? Unbreakable, no, it was the one with uh, um, it was directed by Angelina Jolie, but anyway, um, Salt. <laughs> no, it's a it's a war camp movie based off a true story. Change this guy way. gets locked up in a Japanese war camp. Uh, I remember. Anyway, um, so he he's not succumbing. He's not going to cry out in pain, and uh, so um, so Woody Harrelson just goes up. And I like what a world where you're like a denier that slavery exists. You're like, it didn't happen in 12 Years a Slave. It happened in an Angelina Jolie movie called Mr. and Mrs. Smith. (laughs) I know that's not what you're saying, but like, (laughs) it's a funny and weird reality. (laughs) Well, 12 Years a Slave, I mean, she gets whipped and immediately starts screaming. I guess the other scene you're talking about is for for Cheetah Wallajaya for yeah whatever (laughs) it's also hell it's also in glory i mean come on that's what i'm saying that scene is in a shitload of movies but mainly the mainly in this white dominated (laughs) movie that was directed by angelina jolie uh that i have that's the most recent one of that that i've seen and i can't recall uh what the name of it is it's like unbreakable or unimpeachable Um, yeah it's definitely unbreakable it's not that it's something like that mr glass ass (laughs) so um so Woody Harrelson goes up and puts a gun to his head. Yeah. And well, it was a great moment with Caesar. He's like pressing up yeah, against it. That like we've I seen do. in the trailer. Is, yeah, this is in the trailer, which I... Uh, oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. Hell um, yeah. But th- here's That's why the, you avoid trailers. But there's a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a little twist that happens in this moment because sure, all the apes are hungry but and they're, and they're weak, but if they kill Caesar right then and there, they will revolt. 
and yeah. the, and the wall will not get built and everything could fall apart so he doesn't want to shoot but he's kind of in a power struggle where he feels like he should shoot so then one of the other apes um picks up a rock to show that he's going to go back to work Lady yeah. ape. and uh and does and in doing so saves caesar because as long yeah. as they all go back to work he has no reason to kill him and so in that moment caesar still gets to be you know the caesar of the the leader caesar and he still gets to defy um the soldiers but he also still gets to live because they continue on which again leads over to him plotting and whatnot mm. um i thought there's there's some really good move i yeah. really like the crafting of a lot of these dynamics and uh it's it's got some really clever stuff and that's just one 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 of the bigger yeah. examples of of something that i really enjoy was woody harrelson apocalypse now enough for you honestly no Oh, you want him to leave? He was like natural born killers. I would have, you know, and you had talked about this in the last episode and uh, in kind of a a swap kind of thing. I would like, I think uh, I would like to have seen a Gary Oldman in this role more than a a Woody Harrelson. I literally never want to see him again after rewatching that last movie. Uh, I you need the problem is like I feel the same way about Woody Harrelson that I do about Vince Vaughn is where I feel like he's always like a chuckle away from <laughs> just laughing everything off like he he's, he can always just, I feel like he's just like right there like he's such a good dramatic actor who can fall into comedy really easily yeah. and that that's too much of a tendency for me I'd like to see somebody who can just sit there and and dramatic and, and look and at dramatic. an iPod who can sit there and in the drama mode picture his family. <laughs> I think I think Woody Harrelson is miscast. <laughs> really? Yeah. Completely? Uh, you don't think he looks fucking cool after he shoots Caesar's family and he's just sitting there on the rope, like, staring at him? No. I will agree with you, kind of. I, I thought a lot of times, more often than not, I was like, I don't really like him in this role because I have a very similar opinion about him. But there were some times when he like really clicked and I was just like, Oh no, this is totally right. Mm. Like sometimes he would just like really knock out of the park with, um, just the way that he delivers his lines. I thought were really good, but only in certain times, but they were few and far between. Yeah. I don't mind him. I much better than Gary Oldman. That was the worst. Well, Gary Oldman's a chameleon. If you put him in that role, he might bring a different gravitas to it. Like, the the role was very different than what he had in Dawn. That's true. But it didn't have to be. <laughs> and that's still my problem with him and Dawn. Well... I don't want to get too far afield. All I'm saying is that I, I'm trying to imagine in my head that it's not fair to say Daniel Day-Lewis all the time, but mm. who else other than Woody Harrelson would have played that role better? And uh, Idris Elba. Yeah. He would have been great. I mean, I pick him for everything, but he's yeah, a great so, actor, yeah. and I don't feel like he gets a lot of like major frontman roles. Yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, that would have been sick. He's great. Mm-hmm. I love him. I think that's the Shiloh Buff. Shiloh Buff? I would have been into that. I just suffered through three hours of him last night. Wait, why? We watched, uh, for movie night, we watched American Honey. Uh, it's a it's two hours and 46 minutes poof. of like a road trip movie with a bunch of really ignorant, stupid, <laughs> late teens. Ugh. 
and it's just it's it's got some great shots and it's and there's like some craft there that's pretty interesting but oh i've never cared so little about <laughs> happening on screen for such a long time Ugh, yeah that sounds terrible no, thank you not again man what else do you guys want to talk about uh me, the music yeah, the score was fucking amazing. Uh, I forget who wrote it. I don't think it was Hans Zimmer, but it was somebody in they that used caliber, one of the top A bunch five. of shit from the original series, which was amazing. There's this melody that they 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 orchestrate or reorchestrate over and over again uh, throughout the film, and I don't recognize it from any of the others. I think it's original. Mm. Uh, the melodic line is da 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 da. And then sort of like variations of that. I'm 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 tripling the tempo, but um, and I I really enjoyed that it had like a theme because if you think back in the the 70s versions, they had they had music going on, but there was yeah. never a theme that they really locked into. Yeah. They had some percussive stuff too, some like wood block percussive stuff that they. That's never... how the 20th century logo got introduced. Yeah, that was really cool. Yeah, that was kind of interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the 20th century logo introduction, it didn't sound as much like the old stuff, but then there were some, like, clips in between where they definitely had some, like, hearkening back to, like, whoa, sharp dissonance and wood blocks. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it was cool. Mm -hmm. I like that. I don't know. I did like it. I did like the music a lot. I thought it was really good. I did yeah, like a too. theme, too. Yeah. I would have liked to have seen a longer, more extended sequence on, spoiler alert, Caesar's death. Um, I think it would be much more, I thought I, w I would have liked to have seen the community get together for that and, you know, yeah. and, and be able to show their respect and he's on his deathbed and even, you don't even have to have a lot of dialogue, not that there's a lot with the apes anyway, yeah. but just like shots of that respect because this is the beginning of a sense it should be it should end with a little bit of the religious component that we ultimately see yeah. in the first episode is the establishment of the deity of the apes uh, and caesar is such a christ-like figure that i could see as long as there's like, to really kind of lean into the to, uh, to the reverence of him so i can kind of imagine how those dominoes would uh, fall and uh and play out over time definitely so um yeah the end scene i was like yeah him, him well him dying only by you know maurice's side didn't feel right to me i felt like that that's just something that should be bigger yeah. Well, everyone does stop what they're doing and turn around to him. Uh, everyone yeah. that's there. Yeah, in that moment, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, like, he couldn't go beyond that. Like, he couldn't go anymore. So, I don't think that's fair, oh. what you're asking. But also, I, I understand what you're saying about wishing that it would have been more religious. I don't necessarily agree with that, but I wish that there would have been, like, a line of, like you need to Maurice like you need to make sure the laws stay or like monkey like ape doesn't kill ape is a is law or something like mm -hmm. planting that he was the lawgiver yeah and yeah. then that's how that would have yeah. gone down I would have preferred a line like that and mm -hmm. less of like a ceremony about his death because obviously that's like a big deal and it's mm -hmm, going yeah. to be a big deal you know mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um yeah. yeah I agree yeah I don't know it was it, it ended well i wanted to see more like i wanted to see him like start building like houses and stuff and then That's be like the next one the uh they keep going is it the same guy the soldier that he <laughs> spares at the beginning of the yes. movie is the one that shoots him in the yes. arrow at the end yes yeah. okay 
Yes. <laughs> Tala with the confirm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he gets stuck with that arrow. Yeah, that's why that same guy is always giving him looks throughout yeah. the movie, which I thought was annoying. Like, yeah, because his looks are weird. They're not like, like he doesn't. It he doesn't. That's why I didn't. He's the, not a good actor. Yeah, so he's someone uh, that should have been replaced by someone else. Because like you get that he's looking, and like as someone that watches other movies, you understand that like there's supposed to be like heaviness in his look of like, well, should I, like should I be sympathetic towards this guy? Like he spared my life. Should I save him? Oh, should see, I, I didn't fucking catch kill any him? Of that. You don't catch that. That's what I'm saying. But like that's clearly what that character was meant to do. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's how it was. But written. he's just a shitty actor. Yeah. So Sorry, that guy. And the apes, all of the apes are good actors. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're really good. They're fucking amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, this guy, and this highlights, uh, not to talk about my shit, but the, in Warcraft, all of the animated characters are better performances than all of the oh, human counterparts. Yeah. Like, uh, I, I I wrote a, a joke sort of uh, oh, I- boy. idea <laughs> for a screen, for a movie called Casablanca 2137. Oh, God. And <laughs> it's so far in the future. Sounds like a joke. Right? <laughs> yeah. And it's supposed to be like borderline comedy satire where oh, this boy. guy, <laughs> this guy finds like an old d- DVD, uh, when I thought of the idea, the DVDs oh, were a thing, a of Casablanca yeah. and sets out to refilm it. Oh, but weird. but what's one of the things that happens is in the future everything's all yeah, robots and CG, it's like all animated, tech, yeah. and so he wants to go back and use real people, and they're uh, like, real people, that's not going to look good. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you, know, you can't get good performances out of real people. Like that was kind of the idea of it. And uh, anyway, I, I only got the, like thirty pages of it, but <laughs> but the point is like it's going that way. Like if you can yeah. get performances that good, yeah, yeah, out yeah. of these apes, then. Uh, humans, they need to step up their game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They need to step it up. They step it up or else the whole world's going to be motion capture. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe that's a part of it, though. I mean, like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know anything about how much actors cost, but I know that, like, CGI costs a fuck ton. Mm. And I'm sure Andy Circus isn't very cheap to get on board for all this shit. So how much of their budget is blown on CGI shit? Uh, And then how much do they have left over to be like, okay, well, we can give one... We get one name. Like, medium high actor. Right. And then the rest is just... Slog. You know what? That's That's what you gotta do. Yeah, because yeah. you can't pull back on that on that CG. Uh, you pull back unless one, you're practical. Yeah, you can't pull back one degree because as soon as because it, it's such a it's the uncanny valley, it's right there and everything falls into it if you're not careful. Yeah, yeah, yeah but I mean, I think that's the issue though. You think? Yeah, I don't think they're ever gonna have. Well, who gives a fuck anymore? Now it's all gonna be apes anyway. So <laughs> yeah, you really think there's matter. gonna be a number four? Yes, I. Uh, it's inevitable. They have to make more and they have to go into the future now. They've set it up too much. Yeah. They're going to have to do the deep future. If not the next episode, the one after it. Well, who, I mean, who doesn't want, I, we're, this is a really shitty uh, cross section of people to ask this because <laughs> we've spent this entire fucking time watching all of the previous movies, right. but who wouldn't want to see the next step beyond this? 
they're so yeah. close to their land of milk and honey like there's <laughs> yeah, they're fucking true. there now like what yes. then what happens yes because this is about the planet of the apes not the caesar saga right yeah. and so now that caesar's gone where the planet of the apes must continue right and this could also be i mean there part of what is being there are two things that are being led up to in in this series in this version the first three movies Part of it is leading up to the apes getting away from the humans and having their own place. But another part of it is how do we become, how do we become peaceful? How can we coexist together? Yeah. And how can't we? Yeah. Right. Yeah, well, definitely the whole exploration in these past movies has been yeah. how can't we, but the whole means is to, is how can't we, but the purpose is how can we? Mm-hmm. And that's the next step. Yeah. We found our utopia now we have a human with us we're the other humans that we can bring in and how can we live harmoniously without having issues Mm. then you bring in the other conflict of yeah well they have cornelius now too right so i mean like cornelius you know while did play like a pretty big role there's a lot open for him and nova within the next upcoming film if it well and maurice yeah if it happens yeah but i think it will i mean i would like it but well i mean i said that on our last episode that he said the director said at comic-con that this was regardless of what happens going forward for sure this is the end of the caesar saga yeah and that he would love to make more movies yeah which so. I'd love to watch. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I, it's a good summer blockbuster. I mean, I was a little scared when I saw how empty our, my theater was. But mm. it's, oh no, yeah. it was sold out. It'll bank. It'll yeah. bank. The what? What? What came out last week? Um, Amazing the, Spider Man. Ama- Spider Man. Amazing Spider Man iteration number twenty five. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, which is also a great movie. Which is good. And you can listen yeah, to good. me and Bezo yeah, and Ben out. talk about it yeah. on our show. Um, but um, yeah, I don't think this will have a problem dethroning that nice oh really uh, well it might be neck and neck I, I feel like it'll win over yeah but next week i mean it's kind of actually a pretty heavy hitting summer with movies because next week is dunkirk then it's like a week or two after that is the spaceship one with Kara devingley or whatever the fuck her name is Oh, vagina the movie <laughs> yeah the vagina <laughs> <Valerian>. space saga <laughs> valerian in disease space. Yeah. <laughs> and valerian then, disease you came out of nowhere and you look like avatar okay i'll see it and then <laughs> like i couple, literally didn't know where it came from oh i've been seeing trailers for that for years i saw a facebook ad like is it the same guy did the fifth element yeah yeah luke and, besson i think yeah and then and a couple of weeks after that is detroit oh shit yeah it's a big summer for I movies. Stuff, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what we're going to do. Oh, well, I guess let's give our ratings, but I don't know what the fuck we're doing after this. Uh, it's maybe I got go go to bed. To My throat hurts. <laughs> maybe be back to BTI Recommends. <laughs> maybe find a good Busey movie. Let's uh, go back to our roots or something. Yeah, we haven't talked about yeah. old GB in a while. Yeah, yeah, maybe we'll do a classic. Hell yeah. Um, I, I, I really like this movie. I'm going to give it an eight. Eight out of ten. Oh, it's also what I have. Eight point two five. I would. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, go for it. No, I was gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna continue the. You're rating first, please. 
don't tell me what to do. <laughs> I, <accept these>. uh, <laughs> I am going to give this one. Um, I'm going to give it an eight. Ooh. Point solid. three. There you okay. go. Yeah. Um, the, uh, in my in my uh, pantheon of hierarchy of, uh, of films here, um, I put this. It's a real tight for me for that third position spot. I'm yeah. not sure I want to put it over Dawn yet, and oh. um, it's sort of fighting neck and neck with me on the third movie. So right now, this is tied with me. For what the were yours? You were. I think I'm, all of us had the first one yeah, as number, number one. one. Number yeah. two for me was Rise. Oh, okay. And yeah. uh, not rise, excuse me, dawn. I yeah, confusing, confusing yeah. as dawn. And now the third one. It was the third movie, and now it's kind of tough whether this mm. one. I feel like I want to see this again to see if I want to. I want to see it again. If I'm gonna yeah, unseat me too. The third movie. Me too. Yeah, I want to see it again. I. Uh, it's up there for me, man. I might. Yeah, I don't know. I I really liked it. I thought it was filmed great. I thought it looked great. I don't know. I thought the writing was really good, smart. There was a lot of things that you could watch in it. There's a lot of things you can watch in it. There's well, all, I don't know. There's, there's a lot, lot of things th- you can appreciate. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it was written by people that saw everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not like those fucking idiots that live underground in the second movie, right? <laughs> yep. Um, for me. Uh, you know, honestly, seeing this one, I think might shift up my entire rating for all of them, but I don't really remember what I picked. <laughs> number one is going to be the first one. Number two is going to be, uh, the fourth one. Mm, yeah, that's right. Which I don't know that I had that number two before. I think you did. And then number three is a toss up between this one and Don rise, right? Oh, rise, uh-huh. rise, the whatever first one. the first one is. Rise, yeah. Okay, cool. Huh? Yeah, cool. My favorite one is the original. It's a great movie. All day. It really is. My second favorite one is the original. <laughs> Third favorite one is the original. You can't beat it. <laughs> it's so good. You can't dethrone it yeah. in the series. It'll be impossible. To well, touch. maybe they'll find a way. I, I don't think it, it's impossible. I think that they could get pretty close if they... Uh, I think the only way you're going to do it is if you get Steven Spielberg in it and, oh, you, and, and make it uh, rated R. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Please. Why w- Why wasn't this one rated R? It's so close to being rated R that the uh. moments where it pulls away, it almost cheats it. It's like It feels like doing a Holocaust movie yeah. in PG-13, which is kind of weird. Yeah. yeah. You know? uh, I, I almost feel like if you're going to sell that theme of what you're trying to do, just cough it up you know i know lean into the r and and don't don't be like egregious about it but don't don't shy away from it either which is what yeah. you're doing yeah thing, it's yeah. so weird like i forgot when we came out of the movie because we were bitching about that family mm-hmm. and i wanted to be like why the fuck would anyone bring their kids to that movie and yeah. then i was like oh right it was pg-13 um, they're yeah. allowed into this yeah, yeah. great <laughs> hey kids yeah hey kids yeah, some of them are. Right. Well, that was it. That's our. That's it. That's, that's all twelve weeks, and I'm sick because I am also losing you're my voice. The simian flu. Yeah. 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 Oh, from Brandon. Yep. I'm getting the feline flu. <laughs> oh, Brandon. We'll be back next week or something. Well, guess you'll know when we know. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Peace out. That's Bye. it. That's so great. Ape Town out. 
Bye. <laughs>